0: Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. The topic today is PCI compliance. Does it help or hurt the fight against fraud? We're talking with a definite expert in the field, David Taylor, founder of the PCI Knowledge Base. Dave, thanks so much for joining me. Happy to be here. Now, Dave, I know you've just done some research on PCI compliance. Could you tell us a little bit about the goals of the research and what the major findings are?
1: Sure. Um, The organization has been doing a lot of interviews. In fact, uh, since our founding 18 months ago, we've done over 450 hours of interviews, all anonymous, and honestly, that's the only way to get people to talk openly about PCI is to to grant them anonymity. It's such a sensitive subject, and when it comes to PCI and the implications for fraud and fraud management, uh, we've been working with a group called the Merchant Risk Council to identify... Uh, among fraud managers what kinds of uh, helps and hindrances uh, PCI compliance affords those managers and I'll tell you I think the biggest finding is well it's not always good honestly you know when it comes to being compliant with a very rigorous uh, data security standard sometimes fraud managers who need to have confidential information including things like credit card numbers to do their jobs find it difficult to get access to that information and sometimes they can't at all sometimes the the rules of the organization have been changed and uh, they find it really difficult to uh, do some aspects of their job some of the people we talk to have workarounds but others are frustrated i have to say
0: so dave given what you've learned from people what would you say is the good news about pci compliance and the fight against fraud
1: I think one of the biggest pieces of good news is PCI uh, and the data security standards are very effective at combating internal fraud. So when it comes to individuals who might, uh, let's say, exceed their authority or have access to data that they shouldn't have access to, the PCI uh, data security standards have helped organizations segment their environment, separating the cardholder data environment From the rest of the organization and that's true whether we're talking about financial institutions or merchants but the whole notion of being able to uh, keep people from having access to data that they don't really need that's been one of the biggest uh, accomplishments I'd have to say of the PCI security standards the other thing is uh, PCI mandates a variety of different kinds of logging and tracking of, of access to that information so if a person, even an authorized person, gets access to a particular system where cardholder data is present, uh, PCI mandates that that be logged, and it's one of the things that uh, companies do. Maybe they could do a better job. Have to say that, you know, even though companies have been working with the PCI data security standards for a while, some of them do a very good job. Others, not so much. Particularly when it comes to things like tracking the access. That information. So, so that's the good news, but it's also the not so good news. <laughs> I mean, you know, honestly, here's what we're finding: is uh, when it comes to fraud management, PCI is really good at the internal stuff, but when it comes to external fraud, things that merchants have to deal with like chargebacks to credit cards, uh, PCI compliance doesn't really help all that much with that at all, in the sense that. The fraud managers that we've interviewed, they already have a whole set of tools that they use. PCI requirements require a bunch of different reports and a bunch of different data be collected. Unfortunately, that data is not all of that much use to fraud managers. They are looking for a specific type of tool, specific type of information, and whether it's firewalls or intrusion detection systems or antivirus and The other controls that are mandated by PCI, fraud managers in general don't see the benefit from having those controls in place. So, again, it's a good news, bad news situation, I have to say.
0: Well, you anticipated my follow-up question, which is what's the not-so-good news? Um, Dave, what would you say are the major PCI challenges for the merchants in particular?
1: Uh, Honestly, when it comes to most of the merchants that we've talked to, because we've been working with the National Retail Federation and uh, and other groups to understand best practices. Well, you're finding the best practices among the larger merchants, the ones that, uh, you know, they felt the, the heat of the PCI fines and the mandates and uh, you know, the, the, the nasty grams, the letters saying you have to do this first. They're furthest along. Uh, So the major challenges for merchants are how do you, as a mid-sized merchant, how do you, as a small merchant, implement the kinds of controls that PCI requires? Because we're talking now not just thousands of dollars, but somewhere between tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and even millions of dollars. And so a challenge for a merchant is to come up with the kind of money that's necessary to implement these controls, and beyond just paying for them, turns out that you can't just buy a technology and install it and be compliant. No, you have to change the way you do business. And a lot of retailers and a lot of e-commerce companies and restaurants, et cetera, they've been doing business the same way when it comes to data security for quite a while. The applications they use, the procedures they use, the way employees are trained has been ingrained for a while. So changing more than just the technology, changing the process, changing the employees, and uh, creating, if you will, a culture of security, oh, my God, that's a huge challenge.
0: Well, that makes sense. Now, how about for banking institutions? What do you find to be their unique challenges?
1: Well, you know, the funny thing about uh, the financial institutions uh, that we've talked to is I think there's this assumption, and it's not just, you know, within the banks. I think we as, we tend to assume, uh, you know, just looking at, uh, you know, different industries from the outside. As a, as a researcher, an industry analyst, if you will, the assumption has always been that financial institutions are, in general, much more secure than somebody like a lowly retailer. Well, when it comes to PCI compliance, one of the things that we've seen when talking with, perhaps this is not true of the largest financial institutions, because they do have a lot of money that they invest in information technology. But m- mid-size, regional uh, banks and that sort of thing, uh, they still have flat networks in some cases. They haven't done this segmentation of the cardholder environment in the same way into the same effectiveness that some of the leading merchants have. So one of the things that I think is permeating the industry at this point, the financial industry, is that, oh yeah, we've got to do PCI too. We have to do every bit of the security, every bit of the segmentation of the networks, every bit of the access control that PCI mandates because honestly, from a procedural standpoint, uh, guess what? Banks are no different from other you know types of businesses. The procedures that we use as financial institutions are no different than the ones that uh, retailers use. That is, they've been around for a while. The assumption of trust uh, is perhaps not quite as strong in the financial services industry. But still, there's a lot of people with access to things like credit card data who don't need it. There's a lot of uh, informal use of technology, uh, emailing uh, credit card numbers and other uh, sensitive information like account data and debit card numbers, et cetera, emailing those things around. And the, rig- the rigidity uh, that PCI uh, and the data security standards mandate hasn't really been enforced in some of the midsize and smaller financial institutions, even to the extent that it has in the largest of the retailers that we talked to. So, I'm not saying that retail is now more secure than the financial services industry, but I'm saying that some of the leading retailers are more secure than some of the, you know, the midsize and even the upper midsize of the financial institutions specifically relevant to PCI compliance. And uh, it's just, you know, they've been working at it longer, quite frankly, and that's one of the reasons.
0: Dave, let's talk about awareness. What needs to be done to raise the awareness level of PCI compliance with all the constituencies?
1: Well, I know that one of the things that uh, I was recently talking with Visa about this because, you know, they're really one of the major instigators. All car brands are, but uh, certainly Visa is one of the prime drivers of this. And uh, they were telling me they're working with the Better Business Bureau. didn't actually occur to me that that was a, a nice vehicle to do that. But what, what they're saying and what I completely agree with is uh, if you're going to raise awareness of something like PCI compliance, and you're talking about, let's say, a mid sized organization, you can't say, well, uh, you should have somebody be a PCI manager. That's not going to happen. A lot of these people don't even have data security managers or security managers, security officer. So who do you appoint to own the task? Essentially, you've got to go to, if there's a head of technology, great. If not, then you're going to have to go to somebody who's uh, an operations person for the business, or maybe even the CEO. Hey, they don't even have CEOs, president, owner, whatever. The, the point is to to turn this into a business issue. Make people understand that it's not a data security problem or even a security problem. It's a protect customers and their information and ensure that when a company does business with your company and when an individual comes to do business with your company, whether it's a dry cleaning shop or a a small regional chain of restaurants or uh, whatever, the the point is to give people an awareness that that this is customer satisfaction, this is customer confidence, and uh, make people understand that there's business value to be had in spending the money, and it is a money issue fundamentally, the money that it takes uh, to achieve PCI compliance and do the other things as well, but yeah, it's it's a change and if people don't understand that there is some business value to doing it, uh, they'll just ignore it because, hey, they don't have a PCI person or a security person, so that's, a, that's an awareness issue, I think.
0: Dave, a final question for you. The topic we're discussing here is PCI compliance and we asked the question up front, does it help or hurt the fight against fraud. Now, we know what we want the answer to be. We want it to be to help the fight against fraud. Toward that end, what advice would you offer to merchants and banking institutions to ensure that their PCI compliance is helping the fight against fraud?
1: I think one of the best things that has come out of our research is uh, whether it's a web application. You know, e-commerce is a big deal uh, these days. I mean, in the recession, e-commerce companies have weathered it better than your typical brick-and-mortar organizations, be they financial institutions or be they uh, retailers or other types of uh, organizations. If you can do business electronically, uh, you have more flexibility to sur- survive an economic, economic downturn. So uh, advice certainly to merchants is if, if you're going to do business online, and most people are, Uh, You need to secure the applications that you use to do that business. If you're going to outsource that, if you're going to have somebody else take your orders, take your payments, uh, process your orders, etc., you've got to make sure that they are secure as well. Asking if they're PCI compliant is nice, but it's also important to understand, maybe on a quarterly basis, get reports, uh, share information, give advice, get advice, uh, about what these organizations that you entrust with your payment, uh, with your payment processing, uh, with the financial management of your company. Make sure that you are aware, the companies that you do business with are aware, of the importance of securing this information. And again, it's not just about technology. If you're going to prevent fraud, if you're going to reduce fraud, you need to understand that it starts uh, at the business and the management of that business and making sure that reduction of fraud is important and that you have the tools in place to do it. PCI is one of an arsenal of tools that you can use to help you reduce fraud.
0: Dave, it's well said, and I appreciate your time and your insight today.
1: Well, thank you. A pleasure to be talking with you, and uh, hope uh, folks uh, find this of value. and. You know, certainly check out the PCI Knowledge Base. That's uh, our organization.
0: Very good. We've been talking with David Taylor of the PCI Knowledge Base, and the topic has been PCI compliance. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.